Now let's dive into the topic of jobs. We had our jobless claims report today. Joining me right now, Roy Paul, Executive Director of Sensibility. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So we see jobless claims here down for the fifth week in a row. We have a very tight labor market. Looks like someone really wants a job, they probably can get one. What were your thoughts? Yeah, not, not the greatest numbers, but not the worst of numbers, right? If you look at it from a COVID lens. And I think what the numbers underscored is what Chairman Powell said, which is that there are twice as many jobs than people who want them. And right now, if you are an employee looking at certain working conditions, like working from home uh, and spending more time with your family, this is the opportunity for you to find those right. jobs because they are existing in abundance. But um, even with some layoffs, we started to see some churn, right? People, actually workers for a while in the last 12 months felt so empowered, they, uh, we were seeing churn, right? People were quitting, they were taking other jobs. Um, then we started to see the economy turning a little mm -hmm. bit, even some layoffs, right? But it's still, uh, you know, a worker's market, right? It's still volatile. You have employers who are still thinking that there's a recession looming, right? Yeah. And so they're tightening their belts. Uh, and people are thinking about still the effect on inflation and how their personal spending habits affect what they do employee-wise. Yeah. So what do we need to take away from this as we look at the applications and making money? What's your takeaway from the current job situation? Yeah, I still think people are incredibly, incredibly safe, right? They're playing it close to the chest, right? They're willing to take risk, but they also understand that there's going to come a day where they really need to hold back financially. And so what we saw with even people talking about the rising cost of gas in the country and everyone said, right. people are gonna go jumping up in arms. We didn't see that. People just dealt with it, right? Uh, and so even as things start to get tougher economically, people are figuring out a way to make it work. Right, I mean, there was a time where household savings really moved higher during the COVID pandemic, people were getting a lot of stimulus from the government that has now subsided. And so we're seeing people digging into savings, which never is a great thing. Um, if they have to pay for gas or food and it becomes tricky, they, we're still not below where we started. So they still have more money than before. That is a good thing. But if, if we still face inflation and you still have people spending the way they're spending, something's going to collapse. Yeah, and what we're looking at are the people at the middle, right? Because they're the determining factor of mm -hmm. if you're making between fifty to seventy thousand dollars on the low end, what are you doing with your money, and how is it going to affect the larger economy? And higher rates—they have to deal with higher rates. Exactly. Whether you know they're paying off certain things, right? Student debt, for example, uh, and so a lot of them were. I'm assuming happy with what Biden announced uh, with the student loan forgiveness. Uh, and, and so people are really taking a close look at how right. they can exercise, what they can do personally. And I think overall it's going to be a good thing, especially when it comes to financial literacy principles. Yeah, and that's something that you um, specialize in at Sensibility and yeah. um, looking at financial literacy. But with higher rates, I mean, if you have, you mentioned student loans, uh, you know, mortgage rates, anything, auto loans, any type of loan you take out, you're going to be paying more. And that's the tough part of everything, particularly for small businesses or those on the lower end of the spectrum. It becomes, it, it really takes a chunk. What do you tell the teens? I know that you tell them to start saving early. What are some of your pieces of advice to folks? Yeah, you know, the, my personal pet peeve is going to college. Uh, because I know how important it is, especially for people who come from low-income backgrounds, to achieve the American dream, and college is a part of that for a lot of them. 
And I always say to them, when you're going to take out a student loan, do you know what your monthly payment is going to be when you graduate in four years? And very few people can answer that question. Right. It's legal to send kids to college with mountains of debt and they'll figure it out later, right? And we have to flip the script on that. We have to say no. If you come from a family with the per capita income is $15,000 and you're gonna go off and spend $40,000, $50,000 a year to graduate and get a $40,000 job in New York City, like, rethink that plan. Right. Go to a community college, go to a state school, but find a way to mitigate your expenses before you go. Right. Yeah, that's no doubt because once you're saddled with that debt, right. very difficult to ever get out. Impossible. Because it's it's nearly impossible, yeah. isn't it? Um, I've seen it a million times for different things. I mean, where you know, all the people I know, you know, have have struggled through that. So at this point now, do you also see? I think also another topic is the the hand-me-downs. You know, some start with more and some start with less. And you know, when you start with less, it's harder. Yeah. Then when you start with more, isn't it? It is societal pressure at its worst, right? <laughs> right? It is the pressure we place on ourselves. You know, I was having a conversation with someone and she said, you know, I was telling people where my son was going to college and everyone kept saying, it's so great that your son's going to college. Where's he going? Right? That was the first question she got. And the pressure of being able to say, he's going to Baruch, right? Yeah. City yeah. University. He's yeah. not going to Harvard. He's not going yeah. to Yale. That's where my dad went. <laughs> hey, my dad went to Baruch. <laughs> right? And you see it immediately yeah. when you ask people, where are they going? It's yep. like, ah! You know, now yeah. I have to keep telling people they're going to a, a SUNY school, you know? Yeah. It's a lot no, of pressure we place on ourselves. I I understand yeah. that. I understand that. But, you know, the concept of having 401ks and I'm sure. IRAs yeah. and matching programs and dollar cost averaging and saving a buck, yeah. you know, is a big deal. And if people just, re I tell my own children, Roy, I tell them, a compounded dollar, you know, over your lifetime is going to be worth much more than any investment you try and make yeah. later in life. So save it up if you can. Yeah. It's and when so you hard. go to college and you tell people where you're going, say it with pride, you know. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm going to the City University of New York. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If I were going to ABC school, <laughs> that's great. You're learning something. I think it's super, too. Yeah. Roy Paul, nice to see you. Thank Thanks you. for being here with us. Executive Director of Sensibility.